Welcome to Sunshine Studios, home of the Steve Piasecki Podcast. Dead Stripper is the first book in the Steve Piasecki series, but a word of caution before you continue. Dead Stripper contains explicit content, such as strong language and the depiction of graphic sex and violence, including murder. Therefore, this podcast might not be suitable for all audiences. Forewarned is forearmed. And now, in the chapter 11 of Dead Stripper, where we go to a yoga studio for a hostile showdown between Jess and Margot over who owns the claim to Steve's affection. Scene 38. One hour later, Barry 3 Yoga Studio, Lancaster Avenue, Rosemont. Margot's holding the corpse pose. She's totally relaxed and oblivious to the four women lying on yoga mats in close proximity to her. They're all holding the same pose. And she's also oblivious to Jess. Jess is standing on the sidewalk outside the yoga studio, watching through a large plate glass window and waiting for the class to end. Two minutes pass. Margot finally ends the pose. She picks up her towel and gets up on her feet. From a male perspective, she's looking hot in black yoga pants, skin tight, and a white halter top trimmed in black. It takes another minute to gather up her purse, put her jacket on, and head for the exit. Scene 39. Outside the yoga studio. You fucked him! Jess shouts as soon as she sees Margot step outside. The words hit Margot's ears before she sees Jess. Then Margot turns and sees Jess standing there. Here? You're going to pull that shit here? She starts walking toward her vehicle. Jess follows right behind. What's wrong with right here? Margot stops, wheels around, and goes face to face with her best friend. Il faut la version linge, chale infamille? What the fuck's that supposed to mean? Those are Napoleon's words, way back in 1815, and they still hold true today. Sorry, I never learned French. You would have if you went to a real school instead of a stupid fucking art school. People were stopping and staring at the spectacle suddenly unfolding in front of them. Since you're so fucking smart, Jess says, clue me in on what that's supposed to mean. Literally translated, it means you have to wash your dirty clothes with your family. But here in the U.S., we modify it for you non-French speakers. Don't air your dirty laundry in public. Then she turns and starts walking away. But Jess grabs Margot's right wrist and won't let go. Margot tries to shake her arm free, but she can't. So she keeps walking and winds up pulling Jess along behind her. And they proceed like that all the way to Margot's black Mazda MX-5. Margot stops, then spins around to face Jess. Are you going to let go, or do I have to punch your fucking lights out? Let's talk about this. Jess releases Margot's wrist. Nothing to talk about. Margot digs a set of keys out of her purse. She beeps the remote control button to unlock the driver's door. Then she gets inside and starts the engine. Jess steps in front of the car and drapes herself over the hood. Run me over. Then Jess turns her head toward the crowd. Hit and run, folks. You're all my witnesses. Margot lowers the driver's window. Get in. Jess runs around the passenger door and gets inside. Margot pulls away 
and exits the lot on the Lancaster Avenue. Thanks to you, Margot says, I'll never be able to show my face in there again. Puts us in the same boat. Okay, you want to talk? So talk. Why'd you do it? Do what? Don't play dumb with me. I know you fucked Steve. Why? Uh, let's see. To begin with, I was horny as a toad. And I was on a date with a man. No. Make that a man I find both handsome and quite sexy. You were on a pretend date. Maybe when it started. Margot starts making a right turn onto a side street. But that sure ain't how it ended, sister. She pulls into a vacant spot and parks. I saw him first, Jess says. Big fucking deal. You have a boyfriend. Not anymore. I threw his ass out an hour ago. But now we have a problem, you and me, because you just fucked my man. You met him one day before me, but I really like him. So do I. What am I supposed to do? You only with him for one night. So were you. End it with Steve. This fling, whatever you want to call it. Screw you. Who the fuck are you to issue an ultimatum? Maybe you're not the only one who has dreams about getting married and starting a family one day. You never said anything like that before. I wore that mask well. The way I see it, Steve's up for grabs. Fuck you. Jess opens the door and jumps out of the mask. You're not worth the aggravation. She slams the door and walks away. And that's the end of chapter 11. Join us next time for chapter 12. When Steve goes to watch my friend Russell Crybaby Waldo, then the guys go out to Pinocchio's for Sicilian pizza. Jess joins them. And then Steve and Jess wind up getting it on. See you next time.